Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BTEC Smith and Steve. BTEC Smith and Steve. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. Megacast, a special 420 edition. D. Ted Smith. Hey, man. <laughs> Weed week <laughs> continues. Yeah. What's up, man? Ah, uh, doing great. How about yourself? Uh, good, good, man. The 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 weather is broken a little bit, man. Yep, it's yep. nice outside. It's supposed to be like 72 degrees today at some point. Perfect day for people to get all stoned and stay inside and play video games. Yeah, I mean it's 4:20, so you can you can think I'm lying if you want. But I was I was kind of in a mood today. Just came into work and then I was like, oh man, I should go podcast with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there are stoners out there that do enjoy going outside and enjoying nature. This is Western Washington that we're broadcasting from. I guess I just. Grew up in a world. I grew up in a world, Ted, in college where we get grew stoned. Grew up in a world. In a world where we got stoned and played video games and watched television inside. I have had this uh, this conversation and this argument with our uh, our guru mm-hmm. many a times. Yes, he is on the theory of if you're going to take somebody and get them stoned for like one of the first times, you should take them out on an adventure in nature. Huh. Whereas I'm in between. I always tell people like I know a guy right now. He's never smoked, but he he, he wants to smoke. So I'm like, why don't you come to my house? And then we can go down to the park by the water, like the sculpture garden, and get out. And if it's too much for you, we can retreat to my condo, order a pizza, and sit on the couch. I was about to say, I think my first experience with somebody would be, okay, let's smoke. I'm calling the pizza guy. And then in about 40 minutes, everything is going to be awesome. Yeah. Did you ever eat weird stuff? Weird as in like, like when I first... tongue or something? Like, I, no. Well, no, that's not that weird, man. Tongue tacos are delicious. But, uh, all right. <laughs> well, our Mexican friends know what I'm talking about. Yes. What's up, Mexican friends? <laughs> Caesar, Augustine, you know what's up. Tongue Taco. <laughs> Tongue Taco sounds like a movie <laughs> that you like might a- find on xvideos.com. Mm. Mm. Dark tongue, tongue taco. <laughs> uh, Starring no. a former rock girl. I remember when I first started, uh, when I moved to Seattle and like really started actually like smoking weed. Yeah. It was always salt and vinegar chips and orange juice. Oh, okay. I got you. You know? Salt and vinegar chips are awesome. I love salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. Kind of makes my tongue feel weird talking about it right now. Like a tongue taco inside your mouth. Yeah. Well, you ever eaten a bunch of them at night, say when you're stoned? And, and your your tongue gets raw? Yeah, and the next yep. day. That and Sour Patch. Whatever. Like, this whole so conversation's much- getting a little odd. Your yeah. tongue gets raw? Raise your hand if your tongue is raw right now. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. All right, wait a second. Big 420 show. We're not even stoned, but hopefully you are as you're listening to this. Otherwise, I I don't know why you're listening. But uh, we're going to be talking to a a man that is a manager at Clear Choice Cannabis. I saw on their Instagram page this morning, there was a line out their door because they're doing a 420 special, which is just a whole new world. Like This whole, you know... I mean, this isn't like a medicinal pot shop. Like, this is a recreational. recreational pot shop. And we've been there. 
and we're going to talk to them about what's going on with them and just, you know, pick their brand about weed and weed culture as well because I know, Ted, you're a little bit more knee-deep knee in it. You're eating the tongue taco, but myself, <laughs> you know, I might sample a little bit of that tongue off that taco, but that oh, this is getting weird, man. I don't even... <laughs> Where are you going with I, this, I'm not, I don't even know, man. I don't know. I feel like I'm high and I'm not even high. Yeah, this is the most sexual 420 special ever. <laughs> All right, why don't we just, let's do some push-ups. Well, the Maybe brain no. is not functioning. No, it's not. It's been a long weekend. I had a long weekend. I went and saw Faith No More. Uh, we didn't work on Friday. The party continued, and yesterday was a busy day. The Donkeys had game two of their championship. We're up now two games to none. Oh, man. Looking to bring it home on Thursday night, Ted Smith. If you don't win Thursday, when would you play again? Probably on a Sunday. Uh, We've been campaigning. Next Sunday? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to be in Tacoma Saturday night. Mm, might have to stick around. Yeah. We'll get some tongue tacos for lunch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to... <laughs> we, we, <laughs> Jeez. We we got a tweet at the Megacast. Just uh, find us on Twitter at the Megacast. And uh, this person said, in honor of it being 420, how about getting 10 to a Rick James classic song about getting high? And I don't think they're talking about... Uh, uh, cocaine this time because the song is called Mary Jane. Do you know this song, Ted? Yeah. See, I Mary didn't... Jane. It's a great song. Well, then let's get tent to it. All right. Get the blood pumping, the heart racing, and the brain functioning. All right, everybody out there, let's get 10 push ups. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I like this song. I don't know if it's conducive to working out. I just wanted to lay down. <laughs> You've never heard this? No. Oh. I'll be honest, the only Rick James song I know is Super Freak. <laughs> I think some people would know it uh, from Daisy, Conf- not Daisy Confused, uh, Chappelle, like the Stoner movie. Oh, uh, Half Baked. Yeah. You know, I've watched that movie so many times, it's never registered that that's, this song is in the movie. Yeah, I might be having a Stoner moment. It might not be in the movie. I might just be assuming it is. <laughs> to be honest with you. Ted Talks, starring Tech Smith. It's going to be one of those podcasts today, Ted. Matter of fact, Steve, it is. Today's TED Talk is a 420 edition of a TED Talk because I have nothing written. <laughs> I'm look, I, I will attest, I'm looking at his, his notepad that he always brings in. It's a blank slate. And it says, spring is here. <laughs> so I guess, you know what? It's a 420 show. Just go have some fun today, folks. You don't need a pep talk. Here's your TED Talk. You pull out that weed. You pull out that smoking apparatus. You put on Rick James, Mary Jane, and you get freaking stoned. Yeah, you order that pizza, man. Yes, and don't forget to click send. <sighs> have you ever shared that story? I don't know if I have. I told the donkeys last night in the locker room that story, and they were in tears. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, uh, man, it was I had spent the night... Uh, oh, I had spent the night in a coma. Okay. So I get home the next day. This was after wrestling. <laughs> so the next day we went to a wrestling event right you know with all this all this tongue taco talk you never know what people are going to think with you and i 
So me and Steve go to this wrestling event. I end up uh, taking the maiden voyage on the party bus back down to Coma that night. Shout out to uh, Levi Lyon yep. and Lyon Pride, Pride, Pride Music. Uh, so the next day I get up and just kind of just kind of bolt because I wake up and I realize I'm just kind of like Levi's house stuff. Like I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, I just become a squatter. Yeah. Steve gets a text. It's like, what did it say? Like you... Levi texts me the next day after we all partied and I left Ted's apartment. The, it was Levi, his girl, Grace and Ted. And I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'll see you guys. Have a good time. My chariot awaits. The next morning, I wake up to a text from Levi that just says, hey, let me know. Do you have Ted's number? I want to make sure he got home okay. And I'm like, what? Get home okay? He was at home. Like, what happened in the course of me leaving to you guys partying that would mean that you did And then I get a text saying, like. you left at 2 a.m. at my house. Right, right. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't like as if I left at 10 in the evening or even like, you know, even midnight. Like, everything shut down. Where did Ted go? Then I get a text, like, no joke, maybe 10 minutes after he sent that text. Because now I'm, like, scrambling, like, uh, uh, what is going on? And Ted's text was like, hey, uh, I'm just getting home. I ended up going to Tacoma after you left. Yeah. (laughs) What? So I get back. I don't know why, but the men's room was off the next day. Right. So so my our our good buddy Joe is like, hey, I got to do some work. You want to hang, you know, but come downtown, we'll get lunch, whatever. So I just kind of start drinking, right? Like, we're in his office. He's trying to work, and he's like, have a beer. Like, relax. Right. So uh, I get, so we go, we we have a good afternoon, and then I get home. At this point, I'm pretty buzzed up. I've had like four IPAs, been smoking all afternoon. So finally, after an hour of waiting for this pizza, I call Domino's, and I'm like, hey, it's been like an hour. Like, where is my pizza? And the lady's like, what's your number? I'm like, blah, 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 blah. what did you order? Five, like, five, five. Yeah, what did you order? It's like, I ordered this and that. And she's like, sir, you never ordered. Because <laughs> I had been online, and I had punched it all in there, but I never hit, like, the actual order button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a pretty bad one. <laughs> So after then you finished talking, did you wind up ordering a pizza from him? I was so embarrassed talking to her that I went, oh, okay, I'll just I'll just order online. I'll hang up. <laughs> and just panic. No, I didn't order from her. It was, Steve, it was jarring. Like, imagine, you're, I'm in my condo. I'm by myself, right? Just waiting. Just having a great time. I'm texting with Taryn, you know, from The Rock. And I'm like, yeah. Taryn, I'm ordering a pizza. And then I remember I sent her a text. I was like, turns out I never ordered that pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder how many calls like that those guys get. Like the Domino's, the Papa John's, the, the Pizza Hut. Yeah, all those joints that are, maybe joints is not the right term, but all those yeah, places. Yeah, joints. joints. for Twomp, everybody. Smoke them if you got them. Man, I can't help but still say Fort Twomp sometimes. I know that was Ricker's thing years ago. This morning on the BJ Shea Morning Experience, we were uh, talking about things people do to celebrate 420, besides smoking, of course. And everyone's had all these different... One guy, the best one was, I'm quitting my job and then I'm getting stoned. Which I thought was, what a great way to celebrate 420. Yeah, and what a great way to have a hangover on 421. Yes. I got so stoned, I quit my job. One person, we didn't get to put them on, but uh, they texted in and said they just passed their pee test and they're celebrating 420 by getting stoned because they don't have to take a pee test anymore. Nice. Uh, but one person brought up um, that they go to Jimmy's grave, and it's a tradition that they go because of Ricker. Ricker started oh, yeah, it many he, years ago. 
Yeah, he would always have a whole group of people out there smoking. Yeah, just a bunch of people show up, which is like a cool tribute. Like, I wonder how I would feel if I'm a member of Jimmy's family. Like, if I'm Jimmy looking down on everything, I think I'd be like, that's awesome. Well, if anybody can hear this, when I pass, feel free to drink beers and smoke weed in my grave. Nice. Yeah, man. I play hockey on your grave, Steve. I would appreciate that. Yeah. You could do whatever. You could watch pornography on my grave if you really wanted to. Slap shots at the headstone. What are you guys doing out here? Wouldn't that be great if my headstone was made to look like a, a like a, a net? net? Yes, dude, that would be badass. And then there's always a stick and a puck. Yeah, yeah. It's time for you to score on Steve. <laughs> one last time. Yeah, one more time. Put it five hole on the dead guy. Oh, the dead guy. <laughs> Did you think alcohol has a big of holiday as 420th? Oh, I mean, you got Cinco de Mayo and St. Patrick's Day. and Right, but like yeah. other... And there's New Year's Eve. <coughs> yeah, that's a big drinking day as well. Sorry. It's all right. But like other drinkers will kind of hate on that holiday. Whereas I feel like 420 yeah. is the one... Inter- like all stoners are like, yeah, man, you got to smoke today. You're right. People who really booze it up, like almost like look at like... Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve, as like, oh, that's amateur night. Nobody, yeah. I don't know any stoner. We know a lot of stoners. Nobody is today going, ah, yeah, I don't smoke on 420. That's for, that's the day that all the amateurs smoke. Right, exactly. It's like a good, in a weird way, like maybe I'm thinking a little too deep in this, but it's almost like that. that is why I think the weed culture just dominates the alcohol culture. It's a much more accepting, not so aggressive environment. Yeah. Well, and also, too, like, you know, if you're at a bar, like, you might, you know, I've done it before. You know, I'm in a good mood. I might buy shots just because I'm like, I want a shot, and there's a random guy, like, I'll buy a shot. Right. But generally, I feel like people, you drink your own alcohol, whereas, like, marijuana is much more of a, man, there's something in my throat. (coughs) It's that tongue taco, clearly. All right. (laughs) But marijuana is much more of a social drug. Like, people just naturally pass joints around and- right. You know, like it just, it's, it's, it's a cultural thing. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. All right. Because all right. when we get back, we're going to give a call uh, to the boys over at Clear Choice Cannabis. We've got Jake. He's going to be talking to us. He's a manager over there. And I know you got probably questions. I've got questions. I got so. a lot of questions. This is a special 420 edition of the Megacast. And we will be back with Jake from Clear Choice Cannabis. Is this thing on? Where? It's time to get drunk. Smoke weed and keep listening to the mega cast. So what we get drunk, so what we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what we go out, that's how it's supposed to be, we're young and wild and free. With the proliferation of medical marijuana shops, there may be a point where you need to interact with a marijuana user. And let's face it, they speak a different language. That's why there's a bold new language program to help you, Rosetta Stoner. There's no useless repetition or memorization because, let's face it, their memories are shot anyway. Just a simple program to help you understand stoners. 
Dude, that is some serious hydro spleefage. Why, yes, that is some chronic hydroponic. Now, with Rosetta Stoner, everything's mellow. I am so rocked. I changed that pipe big time. I'm like total Bong Kong. That bowl is completely cashed, and you seem to be all lit up for shizzle. Call 1-800-WOE-DUDE. Dude, what's the 411 again? That's 1-800-WOE-DUDE. Call today for your... Yeah, I'd like a large pepperoni. Why, why did I call this number again? <laughs> call today. Reefers. Happy 420. I'd like to smoke their two joints. The mega cast with the Tech Smith and Steve is back. I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel alright. I smoke two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints and then I smoke two more. <laughs> Definitely going to listen to a lot of Sublime today, I think people are. Yeah. I mean, I smoke a lot of weed, but that that's a lot of weed, man. Two joints in the morning, two in the afternoon. Let's see, drinking two before bed. And just two more, just for the half of it. Yeah. I mean, facing one joint to yourself is tough, but two? <laughs> that guy was getting after it. Yeah. To quote the Ricker. <laughs> he was getting after it. All right. Well, we're going to make a quick phone call. Uh, we're going to call Clear Choice Cannabis. Hopefully, this all works. You never know what might skills on the phone uh so ted i will ma- let's see you want me to talk to the people while you're dialing yeah give people a what's up all right uh this shop is down in uh tacoma tacoma washington we stopped there on the way to uh, uh spokane and the hockey tournament uh beautiful shop man and it's kind of crazy too is they have like like the waxes and yeah. then they have like the flower bar and this and that all the glass stuff too oh it's ringing that's Plus- a good sign Bud tender might be one of my favorite terms. It's a great term. Yeah. And they're knowledgeable. Yeah. Hope you told him not to cuss, Steve. Oh, yeah, because you know he's going to be like, what's up, effers? That would be funny. Chicken effers. (laughs) Hello, this is Jake. Jake, uh, it's Steve and Ted from the Megacast. How are you, man? What is up, Steve? Ted, how are you guys doing? Excellent, man. Great. We're, We're excited to talk to you. Happy 420. Happy 420 to you. Hey, give me. I'm walking through a crowd of people. I'm going to walk outside right now, actually. So our store is um, crazy today, which is awesome. Yeah, so. we, we saw your picture on Instagram, and, I mean, it's like as if like there's like a new, like, I mean, it reminds me of the days when I was a kid, and like the new Guns N' Roses album came out, or like a, a Black Friday special where there's like a line of people just waiting to get into a store, and, and everybody's there for uh, for Clear Choice Cannabis. Tell us what's going on today. So we, uh, today, we've got some deals that are uh, crazy, man. Um, as far as our recreational goes, you really can't beat what we've got going on today. Um, if you come down here right now while supplies last, if you make a purchase of an item here uh, that's a minimum of $10, you can get up to five grams after that that are each $4.20. <laughs> So oh, you're basically yeah, so you're basically paying twenty one dollars for five grams if you just to do that. And, and the items that we have at that price are top shelf items. It's not like we're pulling from the bottom of the barrel and just trying to get the stuff out. And so uh, we have been <laughs> we've been extremely busy since we opened this morning. Um, obviously, this is our first 
April 20th that we've had as a rec shop. But I've been um, I've been working with Adam for uh, over two years now, and we were doing uh, we were on the medicinal side at first, and so when we opened, we had lines. But we didn't have them like this, so it's kind of even just blowing us away today. We didn't really know what to expect, and now we're just trying to make sure that we can uh, get everybody what they're coming down here for. Well, so, Jake, but, for the general public, and I will speak for them, I'm very happy you switched over to the recreational side. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> that shop is great, man. <laughs> yeah, we were lucky enough to swing in there before we went to our trip uh, to Spokane, and that was the first time I've ever been in any, like whether it be medicinal or recreational, and I've never been in one, and I've always been curious, and, and man, I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't, definitely did not expect to walk into something that felt like it was a museum, like it was like a pot museum. It was, it was unbelievable. Your, your shop is just killer. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And Steve, I talked to you for probably two seconds. I left you into the bathroom and told you I'd been listening to you since uh, back That's in the right. Savage days. That's so. right. I got locked out of the bathroom and I had to pee really bad. You were a lifesaver. That's right. What's up, Jake? Okay. Now it's, I, I, yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, yeah, man, it's it, it's really crazy uh, because I know for for Adam and I, we've we've known each other since we were 13. So it used to be stuff we would just kind of joke about when we were you know, really young and uh, smoking pot and joking about if we had a store. That, right. Like whoever thought you know. one day we'll get, we'll have our own pot store and it'll be legal. Exactly. And, and, and like we used to, we used to tell people that and our friends used to, you know, tell us that if there's any two guys that are going to do it, it's going to be you two. And him and I, you know, we kind of went our separate ways for a while. Um, I'm actually, I was actually a high school teacher before I did this. Um, so I went in, uh, can't imagine a high school I, teacher smoking weed. That seems crazy. No, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> That's the least problem that the teachers that I've ran into, uh, have. So, um, they, uh, yeah, it was just different. I, I, I did some finance stuff for a while and then I really was, uh, wanted to do other things And this. Uh, we took a chance with this and so far it's just been amazing. And, as far as you know, the look of it that you were talking about, Steve, we've really tried to separate ourselves from any of the other shops that are opening around here. Um, and there's no blueprint for this. We just figured on our end, if you know, if we're customers going in somewhere, what type of place do we want to go into? And it's, and, a, and it's a smart move on your part because I think there is going to always be a stigma attached, at least for probably many years to come, there's going to be a stigma attached to a, a recreational pot shop. Like, oh, it's this dirty thing. It's just, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain people that are always going to have a certain opinion of it. So when, when you can walk in there and just be blown away by how clean and how professional it looks, I think that's, that, that's a smart move on your guys' part. It's a brilliant idea. And we appreciate it. We appreciate that you guys see that. Um, we, we're, we, you know, we've gotten a lot of feedback on that. And uh, fortunately, the feedback that we've gotten has been really exactly what we're looking for. Um, and again, even for, for us from being in a separate market first, when we were in medicinal, we didn't know how this was going to go at first. I mean, it was just with everything being so different, it was a huge gamble. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're just kind of taking this, you know, day by day, week by week, but we couldn't be happier with how things have turned out. Do you, do you we're, worry? Do you ever worry that, like, as like as you're opening the shop and you're on the front lines of it, that uh, years from now the corporations are going to come in and just buy up, you know, 
your shops and other smaller shops like you know what i mean like the original uh, yeah, guys for sure i'm um i am um you know there's uh marlboro already has some patents on some things that the public doesn't know about they've already got things that they are trying to get uh done basically on the back end so that if wow. that ever does come about they will be one of those people that will be able to step forward and uh basically take over from a you know a commercial standpoint we don't I personally don't foresee that happening for quite a while, just because I think that with the federal legislation, it's going to still take, I mean, I think probably at least 10 to 20 years to get things where they decriminalize it at a federal level. And none of none of the big corporations are going to become involved with it until that happens, because they can't, uh, they won't be able to operate within the tax structures. So right. uh, it's something to worry about down the road, I think, right now. As long as, because for us, what we're doing, we want to be, we don't want to be looked at as like a big commercialized pot shop. We definitely down the road would want to be the Starbucks of pot shops. I mean, that's really kind of what we're aiming for. And so we know that it's just kind of one day at a time, one one idea at a time and not taking it too fast because there's already, we already have some competitors who are trying to expand faster than they should. And I can look at them right now and just, I can, you know, can see in six to 12 months from now, they're going to be in trouble because of, you know, just trying to make as much money as fast as possible right now. And that's really not what it's all about. If you do it properly, those things will come along. But if you just focus on the, you know, the financial aspect of it, then you're going to sink. So um, I think that kind of goes back to with some of the big corporations. I think some of them will be out of touch and out of tune with the cannabis culture once that once that comes about where they can actually start trying to enter into this market. Yeah, I don't know about the Marlboro man rocking like dreadlocks and like, you know, like like, like Rastafari colors and things like that. Hey, man, I'm the Marlboro man. Yeah, you know, and that's... Stoners aren't stupid, you know, and they, they're... uh, The stereotype is that, you know, there there were these dumb people that don't get off of our couches, you know, and so we're... We can buck that trend, you know, Joe Camel, he's just pulling bong hits. Hey, everybody. It's like, yeah, I mean, it seems like, I, I agree. Like, you guys are way more in touch with what's going on than probably what these cigarette companies are. I'm down with Joe Camel pulling bong hits. Oh, I'd get awful. high with Joe Camel in a heartbeat. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the other worry I would have with the cigarette corporations is like, uh, you know, tobacco itself, the plant is not addictive. But cigarettes have all those chemicals yeah. and stuff in them that make it addictive. I would, I'd worry they do that to a joint. Oh, for, exactly. I mean, I, I yeah. would really be worried for the same thing because at that point, if when they become if they become involved, anybody who is at a ground level is going to know it's not going to matter at all really about the consumers like what they want from a good perspective. It's going to come down to a dollar amount, and so that is that's something that you know that we would fear totally of them putting in addictive properties to things like that. And hopefully they would have things done enough beforehand that they would be able to uh, almost have like rigorous testing that would, that just wouldn't be allowed. Because even the, the state's testing right now 
is it's hardcore. I mean, there, there's yeah. been a lot of stuff that's gotten thrown out because things aren't right. And if, you know, if everybody stayed honest with this, hopefully that would never come about where they wouldn't ever be able to put in additives like that. But who knows at the same time? I mean, you never know. Yeah. So. We're talking to Jake uh, from Clear Choice Cannabis. And uh, for anyone who wants to find out where, where they are and all that, you just go to findclearchoice.com. They're on uh, 8001 South Hosmer Street in Tacoma. Um, I, I want to ask you something that we were talking about this beforehand, and I think, I think it's an awesome idea, and Ted brought it up as well, the idea of bud tenders. Uh, I think that's such a brilliant yeah. concept to have for, because when I, when I was back in my stoner days, it was just, you got a bag of weed. Like, there was no... There was no purple dream. Uh, there was no, you know what I mean? Was, Animal cookies. Yeah, it was just, right. It was just <laughs> weed. I want some weed, man. Like I, now, I'm learning more and more about these different strains and how they could have different effects on you. And I, and then I even see on your site, you know, you got different types of uh, is it sativa and then indica. And I have no idea what the hell any of this stuff means. Yeah, and we. It's funny because uh, we're just now being able to embrace like the terms like butt enders. We, we we weren't allowed to use those terms before. Um, so, uh, we, you had to basically dance around it. So it was like, kind of um, like in the day when you want a water pipe, a water pipe instead of a bong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Can we come exactly. in and say, I like a bong, sir. And you've been, that, that's okay now. It's, it's almost, uh, we would rather have you say that because it, <laughs> it, it, honestly, it cuts to the point and it's getting for us, it's getting some of the taboos of those words just yeah. away because that's all it really is. And we're, as far as you talking about, like for our bud tenders, that that's really what they are. They know and are educated more about cannabis than I would, I would wager than anybody who works at any other recreational place in the state, because we put them through a course that we've designed to make sure that they know what they're talking about and that they're not breaking any rules because we've got some pretty strict rules with the liquor control board as far as what we can and can't say. So gotcha. we, and customers don't know this. So, you know, they're, they're asking us questions that sometimes we have to dance around and they, the bud tenders that we have here have done a phenomenal job at really just working in, getting out the vision of what Adam and I and Sean have wanted to do with this place. Well, so. and, you're, and you're butt tenders, man. Like, when I was in there, like, you know, like, you can go to your normal uh, dive bar, right? Mm-hmm. The guy's slinging uh, beer and, and, and drinks that involve soda and liquor. Right. Sometimes you go to a bartender and he can make a scratch drink and explain what's going on. And that, that was my experience in your shop. Like, the butt tender, like, broke everything down for me, told me what, you know, what... You know, what, what the difference going to be. Which one's good for bedtime, which one's good, good for daytime. Good right. for cheering on a hockey team, which one's good for playing goalie in yeah. a hockey team. And sometimes I've heard people exactly. talk, yeah, and I've heard people talk trash about legal weed, but I was telling Steve, the stuff I got from your shop, I was like, this is some of the best stuff I've ever had in my life. Well, good. That's 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 <laughs> what we're going for. And I, I, you know, when it first, I would say last August, uh, when we first really kind of started rolling this out, um, Rolling, you know, huh? I, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't look at anybody in the eye if they were asking me about product. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't BS them about anything. Um, I could definitely tell them that some of the product that they're purchasing is not to the level of what it is in, say, the medical community or even just product growers. But now, I mean, now with the time that's gone on with more and more growers that have become available, 
we're getting more growers, honestly, who are just knowing what they're doing. Because at first, we had people that they, just, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. It's like the Wild West so, at one point. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, now we're getting we're getting the people who are really passionate about the plant and are trying to grow the best pot that they can, rather than just churning large numbers out for uh, monetary purposes, basically. So now we're really in line with um, like the, the medical community because the medical community has you know, pot that's unrivaled as far as its strength and it's just uh, genetic makeup. I mean, they have so many different kinds of strains. And now that's what we're getting into. And Adam and I had the luxury of working in medical first. So that allowed us really to get more of an education about this before anybody else did. Because we can, I can tell within five seconds if I'm talking to somebody, if they, if they know what they're talking about with this or not. Um, and it, surprises me with how many people who are working in it still uh, they're looking at it just way more as just a business yeah. without actually knowing the products that they're talking about. So I see that in the world of like tattoos. I have some buddies that, you know, they, they, they do it. It's a passion and, and that's why their, their business is successful as opposed to somebody who just saw Miami Inc. or LA Inc. and is like, oh, it'd be cool to open up a tattoo shop that's profitable and they know... They, they know, is everything okay over there? It sounds like a, a coyote might have attacked you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like everyone takes, like there's a certain level of like it, when when you're passionate about it, I think it bleeds over into the business as opposed to just saying, oh, I can make a, a, a couple thousand dollars off of doing this or yeah, something. Yeah, or like cooking. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. It, it, it's, uh, you're at, we are seeing, I've seen people who aren't passionate about this already weeded out. I mean, we're, but I'm t- uh, the, the, you know, God, I'm just using these back and forth. I'm not even meaning to, excuse me. So, That's all right. Um, we're, we're just being jackasses. No, you guys are awesome. Um, so, yeah, the, the other hard part, it's, it's uh, getting away from some of the social stigma, too, of how rec being bad. Yeah. The medical community hates us, and there's a lot of people who are on the street and who still are misinformed about things. So, you know, for us, we we're just trying to embrace the change and there's going to be huge change that is coming in the medical community, huge change. And we are totally on board with that. So hopefully on our end, uh, you know, Hopefully at some point we are talking and we are not only a recreational shop, but we are possibly also a regulated medical shop. Oh, wow. And so there's things being done right now uh, up at the, uh, you know, um, in Olympia to drastically change the way that the medical industry is ran. Because right now it's completely unregulated. So, you know, people think that's cool, but as a medical dispensary owner, when you have five of them that open up next to you because yep. there's no regulations, you know, you're all putting each other out of business right away. That's um, a good point, yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, I'm, we are compassionate people. Um, I think Adam, Sean, and I are about as compassionate as it comes in recreational, in the recreational industry. So we're, you know, we're, we really hope that they keep something for the medical patients because it's real. The, the medical aspect of it's real, and they can't just act like it's not anymore because we've made it recreational and we're taxing it. So um, I'm cu- you know, curious to see how some of that change comes about, and uh, I think it's going to be nothing but positive for us. 
Um, I think if we continue to keep doing the things that we're doing, that ultimately uh, a year from now, the, the industry is going to be as different as it was a year from today. All right. So, uh, we we got we to gotta get moving. But, Jake, real quick, were you a history teacher? Uh, no, man, I was an English teacher. All right. Oh, nice. <laughs> just get all reefed up and just read some Shakespeare. I'm just thinking about teachers <laughs> I had that I thought were stoners, and most of them were history teachers. <laughs> yeah, see, I would... I would uh, <laughs> I had kids before because I was young. I mean, I was 22, 23 at the time. And I forget to put visine in some days. And I'd have, you know, 13-year-olds looking at me and would say, Mr. Schrader, your eyes are red. Depending on how baked I was, I could either tell them to just mind their own business or I would tell them that, like, the sun did it. And they'd be like, oh, okay. It'd be sunny. And I'd look at them and I'd be like, you really believe that the sun makes my eyes red? Yeah. If that's the case, then it is a failure on the education system if they believed you. (laughs) Jake Schrader uh, from Clear Choice Cannabis. Again, get more information at findclearchoice.com. And if you're listening to this uh, today on Monday, uh, head on down there while supplies last because they've got a great 420 deal going on. And you can find them on Instagram, on Twitter, and all that fun stuff. Again, just go to findclearchoice.com to get information. Clear Choice Cannabis in Tacoma, uh, open seven days a week, which is very cool. Jake, it's been a pleasure getting to talk to you. I find all this stuff, man, it's, it's fascinating and it's cool hearing from somebody who's so informed about it because it just shows just how legitimate and how uh, it, it's, you just make it much more legitimate. And I think it's going to probably help clean up some of the perceptions that those that are maybe a little bit more narrow minded have about pot shops and, and recreational pot shops and having the stigma attached to them. A guy like you is a great spokesperson for it. Well, thank you, Steve. I really, really appreciate that. And, um, you guys need to just keep doing what you're doing. You guys are phenomenal at the radio station. I mean, not only from what you guys have done for us, just your guys' own personal endeavors between the BJ show and the men's room. You guys have this area locked down. So thanks, thanks, man. Keep doing thanks, what you're Jake. doing, man. Right yeah. on, brother. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Gentlemen, you guys have a good day. You too. All right. See you, brother. See you, right, Bye bye. Great guy. Yeah. I could talk to that guy for hours about that stuff. It's just so fascinating. Yeah, and I know some people probably downloading this don't live in Washington State. It's like you, you welcome I'm, to our world. It's yeah. fascinating, man. And it's crazy when you go in that shop, man. I mean, imagine like like the the nicest liquor store you have ever been in in your life. He nailed it with like a Starbucks. It almost feels yeah. like like it's the cleanest tattoo shop. Like when you go to an, you know, like when you walk into that tattoo shop where it's like, oh, these guys are on a different level. You know, yeah. as opposed to like the the kind of dirty looking ones, or like coffee shops that are just disheveled, as opposed to a Starbucks or a really nice coffee shop that's got their s together. That's what Clear Choice can, Cannabis is. And you can ask questions. You know, like I would like to be able to walk into a liquor store and be like, like I want to get this kind of drunk or that right. kind. Of, you know what I mean? It'd be nice if the guy would come out from around the counter and go, "Oh, you probably want this or try right. that." Or like, "Hey, I, I want to get drunk tonight, but I don't want to call a bartender the c word." All right, Steve. Well, you know what? You should probably not drink that tequila. I want to get drunk tonight and still have my tongue taco work. Yes. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Um, we got great audio of former cops smoking pot for the first time since they've retired that we got to get to. Plus, we're getting a peek inside the mind of a few dudes talking about why they send dong pics. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to say there. <laughs> the Megacast will be back. Let's get high on 420, but not too high where you can't keep listening. The Megacast will be back. Let's get high. Come on, let's get high. Let's get high. 
All my ladies, let's get high. High. Let's get high. Come on, let's get high. Springtime is here, and now is the time to make sure your weed grows up healthy, strong, and pungent. That's why your reefer needs miracle Grow Pot Mix. Like the brand says, it's a pot mix that grows like a miracle. And if it didn't work quite so well, I might be able to actually remember what I'm supposed to say next. Um, yeah. Cue cards, please. Ah, thanks. Now, if you're a drug dealer and you'd like to cut down on your overhead, and let's be honest, what drug dealer wouldn't? miracle Grow Pot Mix is for you. You can grow, harvest, and deal right from the comfort of your home. No more embarrassing traffic stops. No more border security scares. But most importantly, no more pushy people with guns in your face. Call within the next 10 minutes and we'll throw in a free happy scale. It converts ounces to grams with a touch of a button. The happy scale, a $20 value, yours free if you call right now. 1-800-GROW-POT. Miracle Grow Pot Mix, the cheaper and safer way to grow pot. You don't know how it feels. Try being a robot. I can't feel up thing. The mega cast is back. Well, let me get to the point. Let's roll. Another joint and turn the radio loud. I'm too long to be proud. And you don't know how it feels. To be a robot. You don't know how it feels. Feels nothing. To be me. Struck a nerve with grace there. Yeah, man. This might be one of my favorite stoner songs. <laughs> Tom Petty's the best stoner rock outfit out there, I think. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, or even just Tom Petty. Yeah. I don't know. Willie's got some solid stuff. Yeah. I don't dislike Willie, but I don't know if I'd ever really sit around and focus on the music of Willie as much as I'd focus on the music. Like, Willie playing in the background as we're all just hanging out, just smoking. That's cool, you know? But Tom Petty would actually be like, oh, I want to zone out and listen to his words for a minute. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Tom Petty always just makes me feel odd because of uh, The Last Dance with Mary Jane. Yeah. That video, even though she was supposed to be dead, like, I would reason it out that she's real, she's alive in real life. And that was right around so the time hot. I was uh, discovering my special purpose, if you will. So she was uh, maybe a past girlfriend, if you... Yeah, yeah. you count it that way. Yeah. Man, if we counted those as past girlfriends, Ooh. I would have thousands. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of all the music videos. Think about some of the Where past girlfriends. Go? Oh, forget it. But that I agree with you, Tom Petty. Yeah, um, uh, Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. Cole Hard Snake, that video was sick. I was very jealous of MC Scat Cat. Mm-hmm. Opposite to Tracked. Two steps to... forward, right? Or two steps forward, three steps back. <laughs> Whatever it was, we go together. Um, Scat Cat. Billy Idol. Billy oh Idol. Oh, my God. Cradle of Love? Yes. Yes. That the, video the, was awesome. The woman dancing on the bed? Mm-hmm. What, um, Mariah Carey, the honey video? Do you remember that one? No. Oh, is that, that maybe that's showing her my age a little bit. Oh, are you trying to say I'm old? So I yes, Steve. <laughs> you wouldn't know that. Mace yeah. was in the video. Do you even know who Mace is, Steve? <laughs> Yeah, Ted, I do. I just can't name any of his songs. <laughs> He's one of those rappers, isn't he? Yeah, his album, Harlem World, was awesome. Had three <laughs> legit hits on it. Uh, Aerosmith. Uh, what's the hell? The Sweet Emotion. You remember that one? Or am I too old for you in this one? 
I was going to say crying. <laughs> oh, dude, you're right. Crying. What's that, and, Alicia Silverstone? And then also with his daughter, too, in it. Yeah, Liv Tyler. But uh, Sweet Emotion had the one where it was like a, uh, it was, it was a video that was supposed to be like a phone sex operator, and at the end you realize that the woman you're talking to on the other end of the phone is not nearly as hot as you'd hope she was. And it's like turns out to be like this like just nasty looking woman that's like, you know, in a moo moo and all that on the phone. Oh. But up until then, they have a woman playing what is in your head, the fantasy of and she was definitely she was a long term girlfriend. Like I mean, I dated her for for many weeks. I tell you, my first is still Rosie Perez. Was that during her uh, do the right thing? Yeah, when he rubs oh the ice gosh, cube yes. over her nip. Yeah, yeah, that was when that was probably one of the first times it dawned on me that I like chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know I liked anything at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was just like up until then, that was loving dudes. Woody Harrelson's in this movie, right? <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump. That's the wrong one, yeah. <laughs> Rose, was Rosie Perez also in White Man Can't Jump? She was. That's she looked super hot. Because yes. he takes oh. that jar of money. <laughs> right, you trust me, we're on Rosie Perez. Yeah. Do the right thing, a little more of a powerful movie than, uh, say, White Man Can't Jump. But she jump. still had that sexy accent. Oh, man. I, I follow her on Twitter. She's a huge boxing fan. I love her accent. Yeah. But I've always liked that. Mm, almost cussed. I was going to say that Essie kind of like uh, Queens, or I don't know where that New York accent, right. that Puerto Rican, yeah, that's you know, a, I'm a New Yorker, but I, I love Puerto Rico. Dude, Puerto, I remember when I used to work uh, right off of uh, the, the Manhattan Beach, kind of like Coney Island area, all that kind of yeah. stuff, and uh, I worked at a, uh, a burger place, flipping burgers, and it was just a lot of, especially on the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Yeah. It was, to me, that was like... Like, I always say watershed is like going to heaven, and that's how I'd want women to be, like, you know, cowgirls, like yeah, those yeah, kind, yeah. That, that look. But on the flip side, there's also, there's still part of me that, is a, Puerto Rican Day Parade is like going into heaven as well, because it's just, every girl looks like Rosie Perez, and has that same sass to them, and it's so sexy. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think I don't think we've ever had this conversation, but our no. taste in women is very alike. Yes. Like, I either want a blonde country girl, or I want kind of a bitchy, mean Latina with a big ass. <laughs> with the hoop earrings and the, yeah. the really tight hair. Oh, man. Like, did you ever see, uh, uh, what's it, Jesus Shuttlesworth, his girlfriend, uh, Lala? And she's oh, wearing Lala. a necklace that says yes. Lala. Yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> Get in here, Ted. You acting stupid again. <laughs> All right, so this is our big 420 spectacular. Make us some fried plantains. <laughs> Damn, honey. Sorry. <laughs> no, you do your real world with your 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 Mexican wife, or I mean Puerto Rican she's wife. Puerto Rican, my dude. bad, my bad. I don't know why she's cooking plantains. Those are more South American. I'm not exactly sure either, but this is all your little scenario. I mean, hey, my wife likes getting plantains too, and she's. She's right. not Puerto Rican. Right. Well, that's the other thing. If nobody's done this, you can cut up plantains and then just kind of fry them in coconut oil. Healthy and delicious. There you go. Yeah. You don't have to be Puerto Rican. You don't have to be, but it helps, Steve. It'd help if you were Peruvian, probably. <laughs> 420 episode. You know it. So let's talk about cops who smoked weed for the first time after they retired. They, You remember that video that Bro Bible put out there, and this is also from Bro Bible, and uh, uh, well, I, at least I don't know if they created this but they shared it and then it became a huge phenomenon with the grandma smoking weed for the first time yep that video was freaking hilarious i sent it to my mom who was a grandma and was like check it out trying to convince her to smoke some weed yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent. has it worked yet no 
She makes she jokes about eating edibles because I had yeah. these goldfish one year, and she's always like, "Well, I could eat some goldfish." Get the what is it? The ten mega bite? I don't know. Ten milligram mega bite? You know, because it's computer terms. Uh, yeah, the ten milligram version of the edibles, where it's like yeah. a little slight body high. I thought about maybe making like a bruschetta and a uh, weed infused olive oil oh, and just kind of tricking her. <laughs> oh, that that's not a <laughs> awful idea that a son would do to their mom. It's just weed, Steve. She'll be fine. Yeah, she just might get hungrier and eat more of it and then get more high. It's gonna be an awkward conversation. When my brother calls me about this topic. <laughs> Ted, you're not allowed to cook for Thanksgiving. Just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> These the, are the best potatoes I've ever had. The Smith family talked. Christmas, you you have do not bring any food <laughs> or olive oil or olive oil. And don't you dare bring that Puerto Rican girl with her plantains. <laughs> Your imaginary Puerto Rican girlfriend. She is, Steve. She is. Uh, so they did one uh, called Ex-Cop Smoking Weed. And uh, this one, I mean, these guys are in their 60s and 70s. And in fact, when we listen to this clip, one of the guys, it's so awesome. He graduated from Washington State University. Oh, he's a coog. He's a coog, which makes nice. it even more awesome. So we've got some of the audio. The video's out there. We'll try and remember to tweet it out there at the Megacast. But uh, yeah, three veterans of the force smoke weed for the first time since they put down their badges. And this is what happened. My name is Reen. I was a police officer. I graduated from WSU in 1970 Boom. and went to work right in the same year and uh, didn't retire until 97. There, there we go. There you go. boy. There they go now. They're hitting it. And it's so funny because the one guy, the, the WSU guy, he even joked about it at some point, but he was having a hard time getting a good seal because his mustache got in the way of the bong. That You know what? Now that I have all this facial hair, it is weirder Does when it? you smoke a bong. Yeah. Oh, see, you can relate now with this uh, Coog cop. I got, hey, look, they're smoking weed. I got, I got a lot in common with these cops. I just wonder what kind of women he's into. Puerto Rican plantains. Do you believe marijuana is a gateway drug? I think it certainly can be a gateway drug, yes. I'd like to respond to that, too, because... Now, that's a, this is a different guy. This is like the 70-year-old guy. This guy is awesome. All right. If you look at it, everyone who's a heroin addict started out drinking milk. So we're saying that's a Apparently. I mean, that's the argument about marijuana, and I'm not sure that's true. That's a solid point in his, you know. Right. It's a, it's a deep thought right there. Yeah, if you're going to call anything a gateway, I thought he was going to go with booze, but yeah, milk. Milk. What about chocolate milk? My life was fine, Steve, till I started drinking chocolate milk, man. Next thing you know, I woke up in the men's bathroom, and I don't even know how I got there. A bunch of plantains on my nipples. <laughs> Oh, they were fried. They burned me. And my breath just reeked of tongue tacos. Oh. <laughs> I feel a little floaty. It's not unpleasant, but it's shadowed by the faint discomfort of not being fully whatever. This is actually pretty comfortable, though. I mean, it's it's relaxed and... I don't feel like I have to be in control. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Are they hitting bongs? Are they hitting a pipe? There's one guy who doesn't really talk much. He's like the younger of the three. At one point during this, it was smoking out of a bong mostly. All right. He's just getting the. He just starts working on this joint, trying to get it lit, and then he's just passing it around like he's like, I don't even care about talking. Let's just smoke this joint, bitches. <laughs> I will say, one time in San Francisco, I was at a bar talking to a guy that was an ex-cop mm-hmm. about getting weed, and he goes, well, I can't find you any weed. I've done some coke in my day. Jeez, Jeez man. God, we just jumped over everything. <laughs> yeah. That's like a leapfrog over every other recreational drug. 
Yeah, exactly. Damn. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Some people say that marijuana gets them horny. Do you guys feel? So, so I don't know if you could hear it, but he says sometimes marijuana gets people horny, which I 100% agree. I do too, but that's an awkward question. To ask three former cops that are older dudes. Just ask three dudes. Hey, like just look at another three dudes and go, hey man, are you horny? I feel like that should be an experiment. At some point, somebody who listens to this megacast, someone in the megacast family who likes to get stoned with his buddies, I give... Uh, if you can do it, it would be awesome. Just pull out your phone and hit record and ask that question. Yeah. And let's see what kind of reaction you get. I would do it, but I sure as hell don't have the balls. Well, and let's be honest. If you did it with the donkeys, those guys would rip down their pants and be like, I'm super horny, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've already talked about that at some point yeah. at the Classic. Yeah. All right, here's the cop's answer to, to that question about getting them horny. <laughs> I'm 73 years old. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm 67. It's been so I? long since I made love, I can't remember who ties up whom. Oh, 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 my man. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is left on this clip. Well, I told my son on the way over here I was I had a, a pretty good headache coming on, and I think my headache's starting to clear clear up. I mean, it's going away. Would you do it again? I don't know. Given in the right circumstances, I suppose. Yeah, I'll smoke again. Probably, given the opportunity. I think the one that goes, yeah, I'll smoke again, was the dude that was just firing up the joint. Like, he finally had something to say. I would also say, this brings up a good point, and I went through this phase, too. If you've only ever attempted to smoke weed after you're wasted, and somebody convinces you to, and you get sick, yeah, I highly recommend for everybody, like, sit down, like, during the day, and just smoke weed. Don't have any alcohol, anything else involved. And just enjoy that, you know. Yeah. And I think that that for me was a turning point where I started looking at it different. Instead of combining everything, I mean, you're already messed up. It doesn't. Yeah, I, I right. see. What you're saying. I always had to be wasted, and then somebody would talk me into it, and then I would just puke my brains out. Right. So I just hated it. I was like, I don't get it. Why is this fun? It's like I just feel like I'm nauseous and I'm tumbling over myself sitting in this chair. I love the part where the guys like, yeah, that, and that was the coup guys. Like, I went into this with a headache. The headache seems to be gone. Yeah. I like the question about horny, too, because there was a period in my life where I would smoke, and then shortly after, I would have a little self-time. Oh, yeah. So I thought I had just con- convinced myself out of uh, repetition that it made me horny. It's a, it definitely an aphrodisiac for me. I remember back in my days when I, I remember with an old girlfriend, that's part of what kept our relationship alive for, for, for a very long time, which is getting really stoned and just having a lot of sex. Yeah. Like it was like that was about that was the only positive of that relationship. That's all good. That's the only good thing I can say. It's like, oh yeah, we got really baked and banged a lot. Yeah, no plantains were hurt in the process, but it was still a fun time. Yeah, and if you're smoking a lot with your girl and you want a certain thing done, I recommend uh, you know uh, edible flavored lubes. Well, they're going to get caught in mouth, Steve. So you know, <laughs> you sound as random as these cops. I don't know if I was tying her up or she tied me up. But it was a flavored lube that was involved. All right, you're right. I, I went down. I went down that path. Who's tying everybody up? I don't know. You know, we had, we were going to talk a little bit about reasons why people send their dong pics, but maybe we'll get to that next week. All right. All you know, right. I, uh, another challenge to our MegaCast family for those of you out there that listen to this that have sent out a dong pic. Why don't you tweet at us and don't... No, no. Easy, Steve. Let me finish the sentence, fellas. Let me finish the sentence. Put that phone down, dude. Yeah, stop. Billy, I know you're all out there. 
Don't even. Come on, Bill. We know you're better than that, Bill. We'll treat you like a grown-up and call you Bill, but don't send us that dong pic. But give us this, the stories about guys that reveal the real the reasons why they sent them. And there, there's some interesting reasons. Not all of them are as easy as you'd think, like I just was hoping to impress her. Like there's there's some actual thought put into this. So if you want to share, send us a tweet at the Megacast. I doubt of you will. Why you did. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Why you did? You know what? Don't even do it. Never mind. <laughs> you open up a can no, of worms. Let's just, let's just erase everything that we just heard. Pretend that that never happened. And let's thank Jake from uh, <laughs> Clear Choice Cannabis for joining us on the Mega Cast. Uh, Jake Schrader and the boys over at Clear Choice Cannabis. They're in Tacoma. FindClearChoice.com. You want to find them. Ted and I 100% endorse them. Oh, yeah. Great job. We've been there. They're awesome. The bud tenders are cool. Jake will help you get in their bathroom if you get locked out. I mean, it's all... It's all positive. I highly recommend if you're looking for a nighttime uh, nightcap, animal cookies. Animal cookies. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here, Ted. Let's get 10 one more time. Oh, yeah. Happy 420 to everybody out there. We appreciate you listening to the Megacast. And don't forget, tell your friends to listen. We need all the listeners we can get. Please. Do it, man. Here we go. All right. This song does not make me want to work out, Steve. Not at all. We might as well listen to Pink Floyd. It's a good song. Man, I still bet I could do the men's room, but let's go blaze one. Yes. I would love to. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. We're going to go blaze one. Happy 420, everybody. Smoke them if you got them.